and you had talked about, you know, oh, she's not reaching out. Well, it's not just a one-way street. Like, the only person in the plot of WandaVision who is attempting to reach out to her is Monica. Colleen O'Brien is a certified Theta Healing practitioner and instructor. She uses the Theta Healing technique to help others reprogram their limiting beliefs to better support the reality that they are creating. I must give you fair warning that unless you're ready to laugh along with us and to raise your vibration into joy, you should stop this podcast now because the rest of this podcast is celebrating joy. Dr. Strange was was my introduction into the the MCU. And, you know, I this is why they get big name talent to come and and be the leads for these movies, because the fact that Benedict Cumberbatch was in this movie was what got my butt in a seat. And well, honestly, it wasn't a butt in a seat because I saw it on a streaming service. But you know what I mean? (laughs) You were sitting somewhere. uh, Yeah, true, true. I was, I was, I was sitting somewhere, uh, and and honestly, I was taking uh, this upper level theta healing course when I was watching it. You know, on my downtime, uh, you know, because it was like a couple days course, and uh, you know, so he's there manipulating time in the Doctor Strange movie, and of manipulating time was one of the things that we were learning in that class. Mm-hmm. And so I literally mm-hmm. said to the screen, "Oh, Stephen, you don't need an Infinity Stone to do that." <laughs> what do you need this necklace for? Like, Come on. <laughs> exactly. Like, you know, and who who was I, right, to be like, oh, no, I know how to do that without, like, straining. And, like, it's like, yeah. I'm way cooler than you, buddy. <laughs> Superhero. <laughs> so, but you were saying before we hit record that you, you haven't seen Infinity War and Endgame. You watched the first two Avengers, but you, you didn't watch the second. No, I watched them. I watched them, but I complained the whole time. To myself, to my cats. We were in the room together. That was it. I was like, this is a dumb All right, movie. so now, now I want to know, I want to know, what's your beef? What is your beef with these two movies? <laughs> so my beef with them is we have people with superpowers that extend beyond physical might. And that's all we ever do. We just hit each other over the head with a bigger car, or we send you to space with our bigger fist. It's like, you are so smart. Nobody used their brains in either of those two movies. So uh, I was really annoyed with them. I felt like the fighting was, didn't get elevated to it's one of the things I love about the WandaVision conversation that we're going to have is that uh, the the her conception of herself, her use of her powers, it's all part of her brain, right? And she understands that she is her mechanism. She's in control of her mechanism. And, um, and I felt like just no matter what happened in that stupid movie, we just had to build a 
you know, we had to build a suit for the guy who, who is a doctor and is brilliant and should be able to come up with a better answer than all of those answers. And, and we got to have a suit so he can be the Hulk. I mean, come on, you are just dumb now. Um, so, uh, so I, I really didn't go with them on those. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, the, the thing that, that I think you're, you're missing and yes, it's a big, you know, like well, you CGI slugfest. I will, I will admit to that. It was, I will admit it to was that. a slugfest. But, Every time we turned around, we were just killing each other. It's like, and you, and you suck at it. Well, you you the, don't even the kill reason. the guy. Like you try a million times and you don't even kill him. And you like, either you are better or you are. Let's, let's get on with it. <laughs> okay, go ahead. The, the reason. No, I mean, yeah, I, you know, the reason they lost was because they weren't working as a team. Like they had fallen yes. apart. Yes, they had fallen. You know, apart. there's that that's, that's right. that line at the beginning when you know they're bringing Banner up to speed about what had happened with Civil War leading up to that. And he's like, oh yeah, the Avengers broke up, and he's like, like like the Beatles, like the band isn't together anymore, and so they were divided, and that is why they lost to Thanos. Yeah. And I loved how it was such a devastating loss. Like some of the best episodes of Doctor Who, for example, are when the Doctor loses. You know, and we had gotten on this big high of like, oh, it's, you know, you just expect the heroes to win. And they didn't win at the end of Infinity War. Yeah. And, you know, that I thought was really great. Uh, But yeah, I'll admit, there's a lot of fight scenes in it. And, you know, if that's not your thing, it's not your thing. Right? Like, I don't watch big car chase explosion movies either. (laughs) (laughs) No, I do. So I do think you're bringing up an important point. And that is that the decisions are altered because there isn't the power of all of the players together and I I think that's a really important point and I think that's an important point when we when it comes to just being in the world is that uh you know that um your world's falling apart right that reconfiguration phase is always messy and you do lose sometimes and you do have to ask yourself what am I going to do about that even when the loss is devastating so that's interesting. Yeah, and I'm glad you brought up messy because, gosh, WandaVision is so messy. <laughs> uh, chaos in general is kind of messy. You know, creation and destruction. Uh, you know, there's some spillover. There's there's people around her that are being affected. But I was always struck in watching this about her lack of a social support system. Like, she really has lost everything. Like, she doesn't even have, like, a friend to help out you know she's it's it's she really is all alone Mm. it really is all on her I think that that feeling is super valid during loss that even when you do have support systems it just doesn't feel like it it feels like nobody understands who you are or they so the so that feeling of like I want to reach out to you is gone so even if she had 10 friends right that that you still are going to arrive on that plot of land and and have to face your moment all by yourself and this i think this is the real key the difference between i am i am in my regular life, right? If we don't do any spiritual work before we get to the moment of crisis, then when you get to the moment of crisis, uh, it's really hard to reach for something bigger than yourself, you know? And so she does it in a very interesting way, right? Because she becomes something bigger than herself. 
Oh, absolutely. Well, and it's something that was inborn in her. It's something that they emphasize very subtly when they do that flashback. Uh, I think it's in episode eight, you know, when it's really Agnes torturing her, honestly, making her relive these points in her life, but that she always was a witch. You know, when that bomb hit, she she did that probability hex on it so that it wouldn't go off for two days. And she, she, you know, hadn't learned how to be a witch beforehand. And of course, which just drives Agnes crazy. She's like, I, I'm following the rules. I've been studying this for hundreds of years. And you just, you just do it? Like, that's not fair. Uh, so, you know, she's got this inborn power and it really, you know, her experiences... Uh, both through the flashback and through the events that we were watching with her in WandaVision, you know, help her develop that and amplify that. Um, You know, but she's also, you know, and and you had talked about, you know, oh, she's not reaching out. Well, it's not just a one-way street. Like, the only person in the plot of WandaVision who is attempting to reach out to her is Monica. Yeah, that's right. And Monica only really knew her as as a file. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, she knew Captain Marvel. And did you notice that little subtle when they mentioned Captain Marvel's name as she just abruptly changed the subject? She's like, yeah, I don't want to talk about Captain Marvel. <laughs> I'm curious as to what happened between the two of them because that's going to be a fun thing to explore. I know. I know. So interesting. <laughs> Future movies. So in the original comics, it's quite explicit about what those powers are. So it'll be interesting to see how they get developed in the, in the movie versions of it. But... Yeah, so she essentially gets scrambled in the entrance process. And so this is a great metaphor. That scrambling creates superpowers, right? So I think... Well, they literally say it's rewriting her DNA. And I mean, with Theta Healing and a number of other, you know, which I'm certified in, but there's a number of other modalities that activate your DNA or, you know, say that they're they're working energetically on the DNA. So, you know, it's fun to see science be like, oh yeah, like we're totally scrambling your DNA. And, uh, and Monica also too, she kind of doesn't care. Like she's very like got the blinders on and and i think part of it too is her own grief you know she she didn't even realize that she had blipped she comes back her you know she thought her mom was doing better and uh, you know she had here she finds out she had died years ago and she missed and she didn't get a chance to say goodbye and she missed this like she did come back right so and and she missed a year so it's like that's really tricky that is really tricky when we feel well, like we've missed Well, the blip was, was five years. She missed five years of her life. Yeah, but they said... Uh, they said oh, oh, yeah, so she died. died yeah, that's right. Her, her mother died she... oh, wait, two years. Yeah, yeah, a couple years. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so she missed some time I, period I'm of sorry. her mother, <laughs> which is really interesting, right? Because uh, people struggle a lot with that in reality. That idea of like, I wasn't there for you in this moment. I wasn't there for you at the end of your life. Now, we could show up our whole lives, right? I mean, as children and parents and, right? And we can show up all those times, but but that, that year or two before someone passes away, particularly if you know that they're close to the door, right? Then people get very upset if they have missed it. If they say, oh, I prioritized work and I didn't get to be there during that time period or whatever. And so that's a really interesting thing, that, that sort of sense of loss of time that she, she went through. Yeah. Everybody goes through, I think. 
Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. You know, and then, you know, she comes back to work. She gets this crappy assignment. Her mom even grounded her from beyond the grave, it seems. And so when she shows up on the scene of Westview, she's just reckless, right? Like she does the, the, the thing that they teach you first day of science lab not to do. She touches the thing, right? Like, oh, we already put in a drone. We already put in this little toy drone because we don't know what it's going to do. And then the drone disappears. And then she immediately goes right to, oh, well, let me touch it. I'm like, Monica, what, what are you doing, man? Like, so it's just totally reckless i mean i appreciate it from a plot perspective because that's a you know that's how a lot of superheroes get it like lab accident stuff you know like all right let's make some stuff happen here right but then she goes through the second time again completely reckless oh they tried to use that that big truck thing and that didn't work and then she's like oh i'm going in i'm gonna do it myself now, the thing that I love about that scene is it, it talks about that superpower that she has of just her own willpower. And as she's going through the barrier, she's being split apart into the different versions of herself. Um, and then it's that, that w- the words that she remembered uh, from Captain Marvel saying that she was the toughest kid. And that's how she wills herself. She pulls herself back together and gets, to, gets through into the other side. And a lot of times we got to do that. We got to we got to pull ourselves together, uh, you know, but that I think was a danger that she she stuck herself into, honestly. But, you know, again, she's also doing it to reach out to Wanda because that's the first thing she does is she goes to Wanda's house and she's like, you know, hey, you know, Hayward's after you. Don't let them turn you into a villain like I'm here. I'm on your side. And and what is what does Wanda do? She pushes her away, which is a very very typical response when you're when you're in that crisis mode. Right. So uh, one of the things that I love about WandaVision is that it is um, confusing, and it is comforting all at once. And I feel like that's like that is a really significant part of of grief is that it's totally confusing everything's new but it all feels really super familiar and so this idea of like her using these sitcoms this comfort for her this place of comfort for her uh which is also a place of comfort for me so that's you know i feel i really felt drawn to that that to to say okay i'm gonna use television to try to understand myself a little more deeply, to try to experience something that I want to be having at this moment, to to be able to explore what could I have had? What am I having, right? So one of the things that we don't really see in this movie is that that is as real, we do see it, but it's sort of commented on in a, in a very negative way, but that that experience is as real as the reality that we're in yes yeah i mean she's literally creating it we all kind of go you know have those daydreams and retreat to those safe spaces or or imagine even our past or our future like well how would i have wanted that to play out instead we do that all the time but because we spend the most of the time with other people collectively agreeing to this reality that we've all sort of said is what is quote unquote the real world we don't get labeled as being crazy yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And then in in our world, in our regular world, uh, you know, people typically when they want to have a 
a, an advanced spiritual experience, they look to drugs or to other ways to get there, right? And they say, well, I went and I did this, uh, this way of, of going deeper into my spirituality, but in reality, we can do that right on our own, right? And we, and we do do it. I mean, some of us do do that, right? And that's as part of our world that we can um, move inside of time in different ways than a lot of people or that we can move within realities and space in different ways than other people. And so, uh, but, but in that same way, it's not actually that much different than what other people can do, right? Because other people can do this. It's just about willingness and ability to know yourself and desire to go there and let yourself be all that superpower. So she becomes, yeah, yeah. Wanda becomes that, right? She becomes this extra piece of herself and has no knowledge. Want to talk about that? Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, one of the things that I loved about at least my experience of watching this, because I watched it as it was released. So you had to wait a week between each episode and you only got it a half hour at a time. And so everybody was like, what did I just watch? And people were theory crafting on the Internet and doing reviews and trying to predict what was going on and what was going to happen next. So and in real life, you you don't have all of the answers at any one moment in time. You know, so so I sort of loved that in that we could really walk through her world and try to figure out what's going on at the same time she was, you know, as you know, the time they get around to like the Halloween episode, like after the kids are born and the Halloween episode, things are starting to break down because she can't control everything. You know, she can't control the kids and, you know, things are starting to go a little haywire and vision starting to become more self-aware. And, you know, and again, that'll happen in real life too. People will challenge you. Her dead brother shows up. It's like, I, I don't know. I'm definitely not doing this, <laughs> right? But, girly, you got more power than you know. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, well, so when stuff gets really weird, you know, she's still trying to, you know, sort of be in that denial of pulling it all together. Like, no, this is what I really want. This is what I really chose. And then, you know, other people's desires and free will are are creeping in and challenging her. And, you know, it's, it, you know, what, what is that breaking point, really? But one could argue that the breaking point was what started it all, which, again, we don't actually find out until towards the end when she's, she's at that property and she just, you know, ha you know, and I think we've all had that. You know, we get to a point where we've just say enough. Like, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm, I'm, I'm not living this way anymore. I, I am going to be the, the, the catalyst for change. I am going to create something different for me. And we don't necessarily have to go to the depths of grief to be able to do that. But often people will have that turning point when they are in an emotional crisis, when so many things have broken down for them. And again, it's TV, it's drama. It was really fun to watch. <laughs> Oh, it's a blast. It's a, such a great way. I mean, you know, you and I have talked a little bit about this, but I had so much reference to theater and television and movies uh, and common reference with my late husband. And then uh, he's gone. And they're actually, I don't really have anybody else in my life that speaks to me in this way. So for me to be able to go back into that world and to be 
to be guided to watch something different, which is really interesting, right? Because this wasn't a part of my uh, my reference. Uh, I was sort of in that sci-fi space, but not as much in the uh, Marvel comic universe. Although, I, as I just discovered, I had watched a lot of the movies before I decided to go back through them and watch them all in order so that I could be caught up on WandaVision. Um, <laughs> Which was a blast, by the way. That was a great time. Um, yeah, I'm, and, I'm so glad uh, that you took a chance on this show when I had mentioned it. I was saying that I had had conversations with friends of mine after we had decided this was going to be our podcast topic. And I, and I was surprised at how many people hadn't watched it. Uh, you know, because at the time we're recording this, it's it's been out for a year. It's not a new thing. And uh, yeah, so I was surprised at how many people hadn't watched it. And And I will admit... The main reason I decided to watch it was because I thought it was going to be homework for Doctor Strange 2. I wanted to be in the loop and up to speed when that movie comes out. And of course, that movie is not in theaters at the time we are recording this. Um, and I'm not sure if I'm going to actually go to a theater to see it. Uh, I'm not sure when I'm going to be comfortable going to a theater to watch a movie quite yet. Because streaming is so convenient. And and of course, WandaVision was, was a streaming show as well. So... Um, yeah, well, we'll see what I decide, because I know I'm going to come across spoilers. I know I'm going to want to know what happens. But I'm so pleased that you took a chance on it. And it, because so much of your story when you were talking reminded me of the themes in this show. And, you know, I was like, well, yeah, we could talk about how I use Theta Healing to talk to people who are, you know, not in physical form anymore. I'm like, we could totally do that. And that would be a fine episode. Or... Have you seen WandaVision? <laughs> you were like, ooh, tell me more. Uh, and uh, yeah, yeah. So so I love that you had such a good time with it. Because I hadn't realized either that um, that you had the shared history of, you know, not watching Marvel movies or not watching the third act of Marvel movies <laughs> with your husband, uh, you know, previous to my suggestion to go j dive into the world again. Yeah, I love that uh, because I had seen some of the movies with him, but that I kind of, I didn't take them very seriously. So I love that I had homework because I always take homework very seriously. And uh, and I love that I had homework, right? Because then I was like, oh, you got to focus, man. You can't just be like going off to the kitchen and playing in the kitchen. Well, the, you're going to miss it, right? You, you took this homework seriously. You were emailing me. You're like, oh, I watched all these other movies. And I was like, honey, I haven't even seen that movie. What? I'm, I'm doing it, man. <laughs> you... I'm doing it. <laughs> You dove right in. I love it. I absolutely love it. And I think you're right that there's, uh, in a lot of ways, there are a lot of similarities to my personal experience in the last year and to the way that sh that Wanda processed that grief um, in that, uh, you know, I I really, when my when my husband died, my um, my house also sold. And so during that time period, uh I had people helping me and, you know, things like moving the boxes and all that stuff. But I, I was in grief. So I was functional for four hours a day or whatever it was. And then I was not functional. <laughs> right. And uh, and that really served me. Right. My ability to do that over a lifetime of careers that sort of honed that ability to say, OK, show up, concentrate yourself, focus into this world. Uh, for this period of time and then when it is convenient for you go into the space of grief and part of that was finding the 
comfort that she found in the sitcoms, I also found in television, right? I rewatched Murder, She Wrote, and I rewatched, you know, the librarians and I rewatched like all these things that sort of build your faith again in in the world that I want to live in which could be different for every single person right but uh but reaching for comfort during grief I think is a very important urge and skill right something to do to to be active about um Although I'm, and I am going to just say, we, we're going to get around to that talking to people after they've passed thing. So everybody stick with us. So we're coming back around to that. Let's keep talking about Wanda for a while. Because I love Wanda. Yes. And well, and she also, you know, she had to deal with the loss, but then she immediately had to jump back into battle, right? Uh, I know, I know Infinity War and Endgame aren't your favorite, but, uh, you know, she had to watch Vision die twice, once by her own hand, right, to try and save the, the world, and then um, she got blipped. And if you notice, so many of the people who, who are, you know, dusting or reacting to people being dusted, you know, they're shocked, they're surprised, they're confused. Her face is the only one that seems relieved. Because it's like, ah, oh, I don't have to feel this way anymore. It's over. Yes, take me away. So then, you know, we can only imagine what it was like when she blipped back five years later. To her, it was just an instant later. You know, the body of of her lover is no longer where she thought it was a moment ago. And then she's immediately teleported into another battle against the very being who destroyed him. And so she is just, you know, revenge on wheels. She's already super powerful. And then it's on steroids. And I love that, like, that line of when she's like, you took everything from me. And Thanos goes, I don't even know who you are. Like, isn't that like the worst insult you could ever get when it's like, you know, somebody doesn't even acknowledge that, you know, they, they that you're familiar to them at all. It's like you were this, and, and that's happened. Like, you know, like something in our past, like somebody did a significant thing. They may have just made a passing comment. It was nothing to them. And, you know, you, you're like, I, my whole life was destroyed because of this moment that you were a part of. And they're like, yeah, I don't, I'm sorry, I don't remember you. Isn't that, that's like the worst. And how significance and focus are connected, right? So for us, significant, what we assign significance to is what we focus on. And I think a lot of times when, when someone passes, that's what happens with people who are grieving, they, uh, they focus on the loss because there is a sig the significance is with the person, but they make the confusion to focus on the loss of the person rather than to focus on the person. So the, yeah, because it's always even the idea of the person, the memory of that person, like even in WandaVision, like she manifests vision the whole guy from her own power <laughs> yeah yeah the whole guy and which which was a which was a great reveal spoiler alert like hayward tries to set her up like oh she stole vision's body is like nope she created that all on her own yeah. she is that powerful yeah and, and he was someone and, she didn't yeah. expect him to be so so i want to hear the end of that sentence but i think it's really significant to say she created him out of her memory out of her mind out of her her superpowerness. And yet he still was somebody who was trying to get out. 
right? Exactly. I love, and that sort of kind of blows my mind a little bit how he becomes self-aware because he, he, I was going to, I was about to say he wasn't a robot when of course he totally is a robot, (laughs) but she didn't have control over him, right? Like originally it was her idea of him was the way that, that he was showing up. But then he's able to evolve and develop and change. And, you know, they even they even start, you know, have a fight with one another. And, and you know, he's trying to figure out what's going on. Um, and, and, you know, and then once Darcy fills him in and he was he's just, you know, he kind of has that, you know, mic drop moment of like, oh, wow. Like, I've really got to help her out. Like, this is a lot. And here I am creating more more problems for her this is this is not how i want to be but he does become self-aware and and autonomous Mm. um so so yeah so originally he's just the idea of her but then he kind of takes a life of his own Mm. he does and i think that that that's really significant to the experience that that people go through right so that we we think things are one way and they're not we feel like things are in control but they're not and i think that experience of walking through deep grief is a lot about either pretending we have control <laughs> or understanding that life is out of control and not understanding that we're participating in a really super significant way. Yeah, and it's very scary to realize like, oh, you know, because there's a couple times you know, she's like, I can fix this. I can fix this. And it's like, mm, can you? And I think he he actually did say like you know can you fix this Wanda like this is this is a lot uh, you know and then ultimately there's that acceptance at the very end when he when he says you know I know you're gonna set this right but not for us like he realizes you're gonna have to let us go yeah so this brings me to an important concept I think and maybe I'm skipping ahead but I I, I want to make sure to bring it out with you because I think that. Uh, with Theta Healing, you have access to a a very different relationship between time and space than what most people are experiencing in their day-to-day. And the concept that you have to let that go is tough for me because I have the experience of moving between realities at will, right? So for me, if I want to go live in a reality, with my husband, I just go do it. And it's really fun and I like it. But I'm also present in this reality. So I'm not delusional, I'm not right, I'm not. And so this is the piece I think that for Wanda is a, is a tricky uh, thing is that she's either in or she's out. Is that your experience of this? Is it really one way or the other? Or, or is there a, a looser relationship with reality than is sort of represented in that show? Well, you know, I think it serves the plot, too, of there being definitive, you know, it is this way or it isn't this way. And even though, you know, our heroes are kind of in that gray area, right? They're almost anti-heroes. You know, Agnes isn't completely evil. You know, um, uh, Hayward kind of is evil. But, you know, Wanda, we're rooting for her. But she is, you know holding a whole town hostage and making them play a part in in her fantasy against their will Uh, you know here and even agnes says she's like heroes don't do that Mm. so um yeah like there's there there are shades of of different 
unintentional you, even judgments even. in there of like what yeah yeah right yeah. right so, you know so yeah. what what is morally acceptable for you to you know have a fantasy and escape you know or you know spend some time across the veil with somebody and have an experience versus you know being you know are are you causing harm to yourself or to others by doing that or doing that too much or you know forcing others to really kind of accept that sort of reality if they're not ready to do it you know what I mean? Because mm. mm. not everybody's willing to accept that that is a possibility and that you can talk to people who, you know, are all, we were all always with us. Not everybody's even ready from a, from a quantum physics perspective to say, like, all time is happening all at once. Yeah. Yeah. I hadn't really thought about, you know, Wanda, you know, have, having to really let it all go right uh, you know again she was causing harm to other people that was you know and again she's so powerful she hasn't had a whole lot of mentorship in terms of how to really even use that power so you know there probably are ways that she could actually have done that without harming other people but would she still be a target right because you know she's she's a weapon It'll be interesting to see, does she decide in the future as she understands her power? Because she understands her power to be a, the ability at this moment, the ability to manipulate reality. But it'll be interesting to see if she develops as the Scarlet Witch, does she understand her power to be her ability to manipulate her own reality? Yeah. Yeah, because they did, you know, they they have recently, uh, at least I've, I think one of the trades had reported that that Marvel Studios has renewed her contract for another couple years. So there will be other projects that she's going to be involved in, presumably as this character moving forward. And of course, she's playing a big role in the Doctor Strange 2 movies. So yeah, like, is she just going to develop more as a villain and kind of be that big bad that you know the next team up movie is going to have to face or you know is you know is she going to be play both sides really you know in terms of hey this is you know this is what I want I have the power that I don't have to team up with people if I don't want to or I don't have to align with whatever you guys want to do or what your reality is I get to call my own shots I mean, that's a huge, huge, powerful place to be in. So she ends this place. She ends in this place that is much more powerful and she knows it than where she starts. So this 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 reality of pain that she has made to ease the pain in her, she even says, I don't need you to tell me who I am. And I think that's a really important piece of self-development and growth, that there's a certain point at which you may not understand everything about yourself, but you know you know a lot more than the people around you know. Yeah, and it's, and it's a very powerful, empowering statement. Yeah, and, and she's, I'm not going to let your concept of me limit me. I'm not going to take on that. I'm I'm going to define who I am. Though we do see in that post credit scene that she is then doing research in in the Darkhold, in that book, the Book of the Damned, reading up on the Scarlet Witch. She wants to learn more about her power. So as as much as she doesn't need, you know, Agatha to tell her who she is, you know, or you know, and and 
gosh, you can, you could take that to so many different levels, right? Like how how many groups in society have tried to to you know suppress other other groups of society, particularly women. You know, you're this. You can only do this. You know, so so it is a very empowering, um, you know, way to do. But she also is seeking answers, and and I love that seeking and learning knowledge. Right, it's one of the things that's great about Doctor Strange. Now he does have a gift for the the mystic arts, but he's learning most of his stuff you know through books through training um you know even agatha you know she had been trained you know she had to know incantations uh so now wanda who had had this raw power is also going along that path and be like okay where can i find answers where can i learn more where can i learn more about myself this is a great metaphor for spiritual development you know i mean you can't tap into these superpowers unless you're willing to learn a little something and i think that it's important to remember that the learning a little something isn't you know knowing yourself and getting more knowledge about what other people have uh discovered and have figured out a way to do things and have you know learned something new and they share that through books and other ways when when you have that opportunity to be able to say how does this work with me how do i take this information in and make it a part of me that i want uh and that i don't have to take everything right I, what is it uh take what you want and leave the rest right it's that feeling of of uh, of learning is still just a piece of the puzzle and it isn't really speaking to who i am right when she says i don't need you to tell me who i am what my sense now this may say more about me than her but um my sense is that what she's talking about is i know that i am powerful and i know that i am uh, not going to succumb to your reality and I know that I will stand strong in who I am and I know that I can't be threatened by you or even by what I've created right so this can't threaten that inner core even when it's something I don't want so so those are all really interesting things. and they and to educate yourself beyond that right is just an additive to the core who I am, which is bigger than what I know. And I also love, as a continuation of that scene, she, we see how clever Wanda is and how much of a quick study she is. Because when Agnes did that, you know, villain monologue talking about the runes and like, oh, hey, this is how I tricked you. Look at how powerful I Like, you may be more powerful than I am, but ha ha ha, I trapped you into this. And then Wanda turns it around on her and she does the runes on the hex. And that's how, you know, Agnes is ultimately defeated in this particular battle. So, you know, there is power in learning. And particularly, you know, we, we, we saw how intelligent you know, Wanda was to be, and, and, and how much of a strategist she was, and how she was able to use all of her experience from, you know, being forged, right, like, in battle, because that was, that was the other quote, was that, you know, the Scarlet Witch is not born, she is forged. So, you know, she's, she's a really tough, tough woman, 
uh, by the time that, that that you know CGI battle at the end in the sky happens. You know, there's a great deal of of character beats that happen in that particular uh, battle that I think make it really special and unique to to those two characters who are battling. Like some people will just charge in without a plan and be mm. ruled by their emotions and you know not not actually think it through. Uh, whereas, and, and what, you know, we all kind of are a mix. Like there are sometimes we get super triggered and, you know, are just like, you know what, I just need, I just need this to be over the quickest way possible. And then we just, you know, make a decision and then go with it. Whereas other times we may more carefully gather more information and form a plan and a strategy and before we move forward mm-hmm. or not move forward at all. Right. Like freezing is also, you know, there's that fight, flight or freeze, you know, some people just get overwhelmed and they're like okay i can't do anything and they, they're just stuck and they're all you know those they're all valid responses like we're all you know as mammals are hardwired to to default to any of those so the real the real superpower the real hero is being able to know that that's going on and then choose something different anyway and that it's okay to be in any of those phases but that movement is important right that we are we are fluid we are moving forward we are moving in some direction and even if what's showing up is the same thing over and over again it's changing to the same thing over and over again it's not actually static it just feels static right so that's that's a that is a good point right at some point that wandavision had to end not because it had to end didn't really have to end i mean you know that could she could have just said yeah yeah i am more powerful now i'm going back to this thing um but but that we all sort of when we face ourselves when we do the work of connecting into our emotions when we say i'm willing to feel and release all of those kinds of things we raise our own awareness that those are the the ways in which we get to move through the bad feelings and experience something in the future that might feel good. We don't get that unless we're, we do those things, right? That's a, a huge point is that things are always in flux. Energy is always moving. We're never the same moment to moment to moment. So even if we are mentally recreating the same environment the same reality because we keep thinking the same thing and we're just sort of in that cycle of of drama or grief or or whatever we're we're kind of stewing in we're still changing even if it's you know even if we're fighting that change ever so slowly and so eventually we can make that choice to move out of it you know just every experience is informing us and giving us, you know, a, another tool to open up to another possibility when we're ready, when we want to choose. Sometimes when you get forced into it without being ready, kind of like, you know, the baby bird being being pushed out of the nest, like, nope, okay, that's it, it's time. You know, sometimes outside forces will force you to have to change. Death is like that, right? Um, loss of all sorts, it's like that. It's, it's life happening. Yeah, and it's a part of life that you don't have control over. You don't have control over somebody else's experience of whether they're staying or going. You have control of your own and how you deal with that. 
Exactly. And even that concept of being having control over whether whether or not you're going to exit a physical experience, that's not a concept that a lot of people are willing to accept. They're not willing to accept that power, that they have that much power over, you know, where where they're going to be focused physically or or spiritually. Right. That that they would love to blame like an, like God or some other entity or that's just the way life is. And, you know, they accept that, you know, people age and organs break down and, you know, or, or stuff happens and that's just the way it is. And it's like, no, like you, you do have a lot more control and free will over what happens to you. You don't have control over other people's free wills. And I think that's, you know, when stuff starts to break down in WandaVision, you know, particularly with the kids, like they were, you know, the, she couldn't control them. They were making their own decisions and, and, you know, things were starting to go haywire. And she was like, oh, whoa, like maybe I don't have a handle on all of this because there's other, other people involved here who are, who are exerting their own powers. Yeah, I really like that. Well, it is my hope that if people don't know that yet, that they got that message with you talking about it, Colleen, because I feel like it is one of the the most important uh, steps is really saying, I am willing to take control, take responsibility for the parts that I have a responsibility for, which is everything that I experience. So that, that's where the, the definition goes awry a lot of times is that people say, which is only this part and you are a problem, <laughs> right? But in reality, which is everything that I experience, my discomfort, my, my happiness, my anger, my taking the things that people say in a certain way, whether they mean it or not, is completely immaterial to deciding how you are going to walk through that moment doesn't seem like uh, that's really how we approach it in our particular society. But I do think it's worth uh, taking a real look at yourself and asking those questions. So, so nice to hear. So now, okay, so I could talk to you for like 18 hours. I'm dying for the mini series that we do, the the podcast uh, mini series <laughs> that, that we're going to develop. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, please, if you're listening at this moment on whatever platform you're on, put a comment and let us know. Do you want more of this really fun nonsense that is entirely true? Unless you don't believe it and then it's a bedtime story because uh, we want to do more. We want to do more. So let us know. Do you want to hear more? Before we go, you are a very powerful Theta Healer, and Theta Healing is an incredible modality. If you could only say one thing to our listeners that relates Theta Healing, right, and our reality to understanding this process with WandaVision, is there one thing about WandaVision that you would leave our listeners with? Uh, well, I would say that, you know, you, we all create our own reality. And we don't need to use chaos magic in order to do it. There are many different modalities and methods and means of study in order to harness the power that you already have within you, that you're already doing by default, to create the experience that you want. Theta healing, the theta healing technique is just one of them. It's the one that I'm certified in, that I've studied, 
that I can practice and then I can even certify others in if you want to learn how to do it yourself. But know that you already have these powers and it's really just finding the best way that works for you to re-remember them, reawaken them, and to use them to support creating the world you want to live in. Wonderful. So well said. Thank you so much for being here with me. I uh, just can't tell you how much I love it. Can't tell you how much I look forward to the to the next one. Because this was this was this was so much fun for me to be able to revisit this. Because uh, as I said, I had watched it when it was first uh, released, so it was nice for me to revisit it uh, and and just put you know put a smile on my face. And because it, it is, it's a brilliant series. Can you tell us what your favorite favorite bits of of WandaVision are. Yeah. What you know? Do you have a favorite line? Do you have a favorite scene? What was what was your your takeaway? Like what, what do you really hold, holds close to you? Or was it just, was it just a wild entertaining ride? Did you, did you still just think it was homework for Dr. Strange too? Like I did when I started. I love that. Um, I want to uh, just say to you, cause I think that this is one of the ways in which we rebirth ourselves that um, I spent my time finding my set point in as close to joy as I could come every day, right? And so uh, that doesn't mean that there's not a roller coaster of emotions. There's absolutely a roller coaster of emotions. But my intention was always to find my way back to satisfaction, to love, to joy, to enjoyment, all of those things. And so you coming along and saying, I I, what if we talk about this thing that gave me this assignment of watching the hours and hours and hours of, of movies and TV is such a blessing for me because I think that these are the ways that we learn who we are going to be, right? Because we know who we've been, but a lot of times when you go through that loss, you don't have a sense of who am I without this person? And and uh, can I be a full person? And what would I choose? What would I choose? Would I watch that movie? I don't know if I'd watch that movie. I spent more time married to that guy than I did not married to that guy, right? So, so I don't know. I just did because that's what we were doing. Or was I choosing, right? And so to get this opportunity to choose to be deliberate about who I'm becoming, about what I'm inviting into my world. Such a blessing. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. You're, you're welcome. And thank you. Thank you for, for taking the suggestion. Because I think that's a valid point that sometimes when we think, oh, who are you going to choose? It seems like it's this big, heavy thing and I got to get it right. And it's going to take a lot of energy. And sometimes it's just like a subtle suggestion. Oh, well, yeah, I'm open to trying that. Let me see where that leads. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, it can just be a little thing of breadcrumbs. It can just be a little adventure of maybe a little side quest. Like maybe it's not the thing that's going to change your entire life direction. It's just a little side quest. It's just a little fun thing. And so I, yes, choice is a huge, huge power, uh, you know, but sometimes you don't, you don't, you don't know, like, what, what am I going to do next? What can I be? I could be anything. Thank you for being here. 
when Tim died, I had this T-shirt. I still have it. It's a little stained now, though, so I don't have to get rid of it. Um, I had this uh, T-shirt. No, you don't. Well, I was th- I was thinking now. about making my own. Actually, I want to have like you know one in every color kind of thing. So I'm pretty sure I'm going to have to invent that because I haven't found it in the world. Um, <clears throat> but it says best day ever. And so uh, I was moving these people. I'd hired these people on Craigslist. It was like they were not people that knew me before this moment in time, right? And I'm walking around my house packing, clearly not 100% okay, right? Because they would like show me a box and I would go like, oh, excuse me, I got to go for a few minutes. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and... Um, uh, and they'd be like, oh, should we leave? Maybe we'll just wait, you know. Um, <laughs> I'll be back a minute later. Um, yeah, oh, because people don't know. They don't know how to deal with someone who is who is on the brink of crying, no. right? They're like, uh, do I don't know you. Do I No, and you? she was laughing I, a minute do, ago. Do, am I going to get slapped? Like Exactly. Yeah. And, and she was yeah, laughing a minute weird. ago. People like, don't know how to deal with that. <laughs> the hell? This lady is crazy. Um <laughs> Uh, yeah, it makes people uncomfortable. It really makes people uncomfortable. It even makes people uncomfortable who know you. Yeah, yeah. So I'm walking around with this best day ever t-shirt on and people are like, kind of like, she's really weird. You know, she's really weird. And so finally, there was this one guy that helped me through the whole process. He just kept showing up and I needed more help. And, you know, people would fall away and go back to other jobs and whatever, because it was Craigslist. It was like day work, you know. And... um uh, but there was this one guy that stuck with me the whole time. And one day he kind of looked at me like, what's with the t-shirt, you know, like, and I was like, it's that this is the best day ever. And he was like, is it really though? Cause like your husband died, you were crying 10 minutes ago. And, <laughs> you know, and I, and, and so for me to remember, this is the one we have, this is it, this moment is what we have and we can look back and we can say oh we spent other moments but they're not the same as the one we're in because the one we're in is the only one we're truly experiencing so best day ever yeah we only we only ever have now why not make it the best day ever right 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 you know again you're cre- you're you're creating that i'm labeling it the best and therefore it has to be that that's right it can't be anything other than that that's because right. that is what i'm calling it that's right I, I can't wait to, to buy your product line of your t-shirts in a rainbow <laughs> of colors that say best day ever. Every color on in. my shirt. <laughs> I better get working. I got a lot of yeah, things yeah. to do, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See, like, you know, you didn't think you were going to have merch associated with this podcast when we started over an hour ago. Like, but here we are. Nope. nope an hour is a long time when you spend, <laughs> spend it with the colleagues. <laughs> It doesn't. Did it feel that long? No. Did it feel like a minute when you're listening? It felt like a minute. (laughs) Exactly. It's like we only just hit record. It's true. It is true. It is true. Oh my goodness. Um, Well, thank you. And I'm gonna hit stop now. Because there's no other way. Thank you so much for spending so much time with me. (laughs) My pleasure. 